Welcome to episode 25 of What Lies Beneath, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those who are new to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have some fun. We are officially, as Kraken fans, on Maddie Beneers' watch. He is coming. We've got your Kraken reaction. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had a podcast. We've got to talk about the playoffs, even though we're not in it. And then we also have to talk about, as Kraken fans, working on getting some thick skin. Let's get into this. Welcome to episode 25 of What Lies Beneath. What is up? My name is Jeff Januzic, fresh back from Disney World. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. Man, how are you? How are you? <laughs> okay, we got to Okay, so we we had to take last week off. There was an incident that we, you know, briefly sent out a tweet regarding your family being stranded in an airport. You got to yeah. tell the people what happened. So quickly, I initially attend, intended to record the podcast early with you yes. before we left for Disney World. Uh, we were supposed to leave on April 2nd, Saturday, uh-huh. but there was a Southwest Airlines glitch in the system that delayed our first flight. We got to the airport in New Orleans at like eight in the morning, eight thirty in the morning. Our flight was at 10, 20 okay. to Orlando direct. You, the wife, the kids, and you're what, an hour and a half, two hours away from the airport as well? Oh, an hour. Okay. So it wasn't too All bad. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it's me, my wife and three kids. Yes. And they're it's six and twins that are five. <laughs> so okay. it's a lot, you know, and they're, but they're good travel age, right? So yeah, yeah. anyway, first flight gets delayed and we didn't know about the glitch yet, but then a huge storm rolled through Orlando mm-hmm. and everything started getting pushed back, pushed back. So we basically were in the airport from eight 30 in the morning until about four in the the afternoon when they finally said, Hey, we're canceling all the flights. We, I had to run to the <sighs> desk to try and get another flight. Yeah. And then what we had to do was get on the phone for the rest of the evening and all the next day to talk to Disney to say, please let us move our reservation ahead. And then we had to get on the phone with Southwest to make sure Jesus. that was good. So we ended up leaving on Monday morning. Okay. So there was no podcast in sight there. Yeah. Not happening. But that at Saturday all. and Sunday was just, was crazy. Like the kids, I give them a lot of credit for, they did pretty decently in the airport all day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mom and dad had some drinks for sure. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> so they had to get a DD back from the airport just to go home. It was nuts. But then we, we made it to Disney and, you know, we're not Disney people. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought, you know, going into it, like, man, this is going to be intense, going to be nuts. It was intense and nuts, but in a really positive way. Okay. You know, the kids had a blast. We went through all the different parks. Yeah. Um, I really, if you want to know anything about Disney and, and you haven't been as a parent, um, I've got some tips and advice for you. We should totally start a, uh, a podcast, which are about a million <laughs> podcasts like this, but it was, it was cool. And I could see us going back in a couple of years. We, okay. We enjoyed it quite a bit. Favorite, favorite, uh, ride slash park. What so, was your highlight? My highlight was seeing my kids. So we went to, on day three, we went to Epcot. Okay. Epcot was cool because it was a five minute walk from where we stayed. We stayed Uh at the beach club and you know, you had to take buses everywhere, which was weird because like no masks, no, no, social distancing anywhere at all at, yeah. at, in the park. They're wide open. Disney's on, on like the bus, on the bus. You had to, and there were some militant bus drivers like on the bus, you had to wear a mask. Well, that's so okay. it was weird. Interesting. Was like, you whatever. know what? Hey, like, yeah, whatever, 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 yeah. whatever. So anyway, we walked to Epcot, which was awesome. And Epcot was sweet because it's, you know, all the nations of the world. Right. Okay. And yeah. then there's also like this future, you know, this area where it's all about the future and that's the old school ride and stuff like that. Yeah. But the area that's from all over the world, like it's like, uh, you know, France, um, England, there's Japan, okay. Italy, Morocco, like, and it's, it's like literally like, you know, four buildings in each of these countries. Uh-huh. And it is probably the most 
alcohol fluid park. You would you parks. would see me posted up just getting drunk and Dude, around so the world. Was, yeah, it was fun. So we the kids had a blast. But the, really, the best part was not the drinks. Was that was the day that so my daughter Colette, one of my twins, she loves Jasmine. Oh, so awesome. She dressed as Jasmine. She's the best princess, by the way. I'm a, I'm a big Princess you're, you're Jasmine big. fan. Yeah, because I was always Aladdin. I'm, a, I'm an Aladdin-looking dude. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, Jasmine, that Jasmine's bit. my boo. Yeah, yeah. But, which are you? Uh, are you Middle Eastern? <laughs> no, I, everyone just thinks that I am. Yeah. I'm mostly like Italian and Puerto Rican. So, yeah, okay, but everyone I just thinks that. I look Middle Eastern. But yeah, I was always I was always like Aladdin growing I up. So ja- Jasmine's my girl. Jasmine's, Jasmine's yeah. uh, Colette's <laughs> jam, and she dressed as Jasmine, and oh, Jasmine like, was there. So we got to meet her. That was the only other thing too, is princesses couldn't do like, you couldn't hug a princess. You had to stand six feet away from the princesses. Interesting. So the, the characters were not available for like up close. Experiences. Okay. Gotcha. So Jasmine was cool. She, I, I was kind of hoping she was a little more like, cause she, Colette was probably the only Jasmine we saw the whole time mm-hmm. we were there. So we're like, why isn't she making a bigger deal out of this? Well, we walked down, I the, agree. we walked down the, the path and it just so happened, I guess Jasmine was scheduled to be there. It just so happened. We ran into where sleeping beauty was oh, and my other daughter, Charlotte, she was dressed that day as sleeping beauty. Nice. So we knew Jasmine was there. We did not know she was going to be there. So my two daughters seeing their princesses uh-huh. and getting photos with them. Yeah. That was like the highlight of the trip. That's awesome. And then my son, were they, were they geeking out over it? So my one daughter, Charlotte was really nervous. Like she was oh, so, that's so freaked cute. out by seeing <laughs> sleeping beauty. Yeah. She was like, she couldn't believe it. She was very shy, but yeah. then she got, you could tell she got into it. I mean, so was Colette. Okay. Uh, but once, once they got away, like, away from the princesses it was like you could tell it made their world like yeah. they freaked out but like later they were like oh my gosh uh, these are my favorite they was yeah going nuts okay so sleeping beauty was fantastic and what was cool was as we left sleeping beauty she was super sweet and uh she must have heard us talk Talking to our daughters because yeah. she was like bye colette bye charlotte yeah and they were like whoa oh my god holy shit like, yeah. they, they, she, they, she knows our names Just, it's crazy yeah so that was a fun. The animal kingdom was cool because it's like a big zoo. Mm-hmm. So it was a very lush, all trees. Avatar world was there. Oh, that's awesome. So it was like very just tribal, cool, awesome vibe there. Okay. The whole thing overall was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, the the two things was it's super clean, mm-hmm. super like it's crazy how they keep that place like super, super clean. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure like a ton of kids barf, but then people must come out of the bushes and like clean it up and then disappear. It's probably the same, like the street sweepers that come through after like Mardi Gras parades are over and they just wipe the streets out. Like the next thing you know, you're like, wait, the, the parade just happened. Cause totally. there, there was 10,000 people here and now the streets are empty. Totally. So, um, anyway, so it was, that was, uh, nice. The people like 50% of the people that work there really over the top. Like, I believe positive. I can see that 50% complete assholes. Which was, which was weird. There was some really like militant. Okay. I thought everybody there was going to be like, not that I cared. We sell out a great trip. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they need to have like a Paul Rudd and forgetting Sarah Marshall moment where it's like, you're doing too much, do less. Yeah. And if you're doing do, yes. too, too little, like you do a little bit more. Like yes. that's, that's what they need. They need that pep talk. So overall, it was an awesome trip. We had a good time. Um, you know, we're obviously, I'm still recovering. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a lot, but uh, we travel. the kids traveled well, which was nice. It was like, we're past the stage of like the three-year-old four-year-old they're okay. five and six so like i can see the future of our family traveling which is really nice that's awesome man so that was cool but it is it is awesome to be back how how the hell have you been like you've been holding down the fort for i've been hold, I've been holding down the fort uh Okay, so no kids, and uh, <laughs> it's just matter. yeah, just, busy. just me, my girlfriend, and a cat. That's and uh, honestly, man, my biggest highlight was I woke up the morning of uh, the final four games. So yeah. Villanova, Kansas, uh, and then UNC and Duke. And you know, we live in New Orleans, and the games are all in New Orleans. Final four weekend, whatever. 
And out of curiosity, I'm like, I'm going to watch these games. Let me check out and see, uh, you know, just how much tickets are. To my surprise, long story short, very short. I said, fuck it. The first tip off was at five o'clock. I bought tickets at four, hopped in the shower, called an Uber. Um, I had, I had some airplane bottles. So I hopped in in an Uber, (laughs) did a couple of shooters, got to the dome and proceeded to watch the two games. That was great. Uh, North Carolina Duke, one of the best games I've ever seen. Uh, Might've been coach K's last game, blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. Watched by myself, um, made some friends along the way, which is awesome. Had a great time. Uh, the beer lines were way too long. So I had to stick to like the sangria line. So I'm pounding sangria for like five hours. (laughs) The next thing I know, I walk out of the, out of the dome. I'm riding the high. I decide to kind of go to the quarter area, but outside of it, cause there's a lot of people, uh, long story short, I had a 13 hour day of drinking. Cause I got home, Jesus. it was nearly five in the morning and I had left at like four 30 and I was like, Oh, this uh casual, I'm going to go catch these basketball games turned into a 13 hour drinking marathon. Damn. And I, and I ended up coming home at almost five in the morning. So yeah, that was my highlight. Yeah. A little bit different. That's a, high, <laughs> that's a highlight. That is a highlight. Yeah. It's very rare that I have days slash nights like that in new Orleans. They're very easy to do. Um, I would say maybe once every nine months or so. So that was my one big night of like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then next day I had an event at one 30 with actually some of the, the bar stool people like uh, big cat and all those guys were doing a promo thing. And so I went and like met them and was hanging out photos, all that shit. And, uh, honestly, man, I was so hungover. I did not really enjoy it. Like I was, I was like shaking. I, I needed to oh, eat. That's the worst. That anxiety, I was dehydrated. Sort of like, oh. It was just a lot. So it's all good, man. That, that was my highlight. And uh, I got to check off the final four for my bucket list. And now you're back in town. We're rolling and Let's, we're back and we're back here doing the, doing the crack and pot. And just in case you don't know, this is Joey actually is a, is an influencer, uh, in the social I hate media that world. Word, I know yeah. you hate that no, word. Like, yeah. That's what's cool. Ish. He's not, a, he's not like a, I'm going to just go do stuff to get paid for stuff. Yeah. Fuck he that. truly loves food and cares about being creative and is a great writer. Um, and he's built this account on Instagram past the everything. That's phenomenally fantastic because it's not about him. It's just about food and his passion. And like, it's really cool. And now he gets Gets invited to go do cool stuff like the 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 barstool thing yeah and then you get invited to all these different things so like that's what's really neat so that's cool that you got to go do all that cool stuff because of yes that despite wanting to kill so myself give yourself some credit yeah. man you're not some, <laughs> I, I appreciate the plug i yeah, appreciate you're not it. trying to be famous you're doing stuff that you, you, you no god no you're getting experiences and getting paid a little bit off yes. the things that you love yes absolutely so speaking of things that we don't get paid off of that we do love <laughs> we should i'm dying to find out what the hell's been going on with the seattle kraken let's get yes. into your kraken reaction so man i gotta tell you is like i went into this disney warp i didn't do a lot of work which is rare for me i good for you though it was tough good it was for hard. you but I, I also like i could not compute and keep up with anything to do with hockey okay with the seattle kraken at all like i checked a few things i checked some scores yeah but like it was my brain was so fried based off of like looking at directions trying to schedule rides all this like okay i i could not compute anything so like i missed a whole week of seattle kraken hockey culture so that's fair man the that's first fair. thing that we should talk about we can talk more in depth later or we can talk about this now i think we should talk about the big big excitement because the Kraken okay. are the Kraken and we can talk about games. We can talk about what's been going on in Kraken world. But I think the number one thing is we're on Maddie Benier's watch. Yeah. Let's, let's start off with that. Let's just talk about that right up front. Okay. Um, holy shit, man. He's here. He, like he, I said beers for Benier's not, not to buy him a beer because he, um, for anyone that does not know, he is 19 years old. He's only been in college for two seasons with, uh, with the Michigan Wolverines, but Maddie Benier's the 19 year old two way center 
is now officially a member of the Kraken. He signed a three-year, uh, what the the rookie entry deal, level entry level deal. Mm-hmm. And so he's here. And actually, right before we started recording the podcast, he hit the the Kraken Ice Complex nice. for his first ever practice. He's rocking the number ten. People were wondering what number he was going to wear. That's cool. So he's he hit the ice. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what else there is to say about it, except for I'm really fucking excited because we are literally looking at the future of the franchise. This, you know, look, this is something to think of here is this is, this is, this is, are you not entertained? This is, <laughs> we are here to be entertained by the crack and we love the crack and this yeah. is our team. Right. But like, you know, there's, there's other things that can keep you occupied. And this mm-hmm. is one of those things where you go like, man, I wish the crack were better. You know, we're uh, bottom, sorry, quote bottom feeder team, bottom which we'll feeders. get to that later yes. on with Paul Bissonnette. <laughs> yes. But um, you know, like, so we got to be excited about things. And this is something that we should be excited about. I thought the Seattle Kraken PR Twitter, which is at Seattle Kraken PR, put out something yesterday that was a really nice synopsis of if you don't know who Maddie Beneers is or don't know about him that much, I'm going to just read verbatim from their tweet. Yeah, please. So the Seattle Kraken have agreed to terms with forward Maddie Beneers on a three-year entry-level contract, and then they put together this cool thing, Maddie Beneers Fast Facts. He becomes the first draft pick to agree to terms with the Kraken in franchise history. Yep. So it's a first. He was selected by the Kraken with the second overall pick in the 2021 NHL draft, mm-hmm. making him the team's first ever draft pick. And I remember that because of Ron Francis's wrinkled uh, polo yeah, shirt, which you gave him shit for. But I, now we kind of respect. But for, no, I okay. respect it. He's, yeah. He doesn't. He only cares about playing chess. Yeah. Uh, with hockey <laughs> moves. He doesn't care about his, his shirt being iron. He does not. Uh, he finished his collegiate career at Michigan with 67 points. Uh, it's 30 goals, took 37 assists in 61 games. He earned 2022 All-Star all Big Ten first team honors mm-hmm. was a finalist for Big Ten Player of the Year, a finalist for the Hobie Baker Award, and was named an NCAA All American. So what that means is this: is like you know the Big Ten in college sports is basically like a division, right? In college sports, yes. Um, so he was like the best player in that division. There's some really good hockey teams in the Big Ten. Uh, the Hobie Baker Award is the MVP of collegiate hockey. Yes. So he was a finalist for that, which is pretty At awesome. 19 years old, this kid's a sophomore. And another random fact, really quick: um, he actually ranked fourth nationally in power play goals. So for a team that currently ranks 29th in the NHL, I think we're very excited to get some Matty Beneers action for the power play. This is going to be a big boost. Maybe not immediate. There's only 10 games left, but in the future, this is all very, very, very exciting things. So what what's going to be cool about this is, so you're hopefully listening to the podcast on Tuesday. This is Tuesday morning, ideally. And uh, tonight, the Kraken will play the Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. And the thought is, is that Maddie Beneers will dress and play for the Kraken tonight. Yes. During the Flames game. Okay. So what I'm looking for, I really am, because this is a vibes podcast. This podcast is like, you know, we don't get super technical. We don't get super statistical, but vibes. And what I'm excited to see is I believe we will see a speed difference with this guy. Okay. Maddie Beneers is fast. He's quick. Yeah. He's a playmaker. He's a goal scorer and he can make plays. What I'm looking for is him being so pumped, so excited to be skating on a pro level contract with the Seattle Kraken skating with, you know, you know, NHL players, Mm -hmm. he is going to be flying. Right. So I want to see the rest of the team keeping up with him because I can't imagine him not flying around the ice. So I'm looking for him to bring in more of a sea change. The first sea change of the season was the trade deadline, right? Absolutely. The guys left. It completely changed the look of the team. Now this is the second sea change of the season. Maddie Beneers coming in. I think this guy is a game changer for our team. And we may see a whole bunch of awesome shit happen. Like, 
Austin Matthews' first game, and I'll talk more about Austin Matthews. The first, I remember watching it, his first ever game in the NHL. I'm pretty sure he scored four goals. Are you, there's, wait, seriously? Yeah, yeah, he scored four goals oh in his first game in the NHL. <laughs> and what's awesome is he's lived up to that fact. I mean, I know we, we kind of uh, were an anti-Maple Leafs podcast, but mm-hmm. Austin Matthews is arguably going to finish his career as maybe the best American hockey player ever. Um, I already saw a lot of Twitter chatter well, around him being something. the best we'll ever. I'm like, pump on. the fucking brakes. He has a lot to play, but the, if he stays on the trajectory and is consistent, then, then American, best American. I yes. think he could do it. He's phenomenal, but like also the 50 goals in 50 games thing is a farce like that's yes that's, a, that's we'll talk about that yeah but anyway so maddie Beniers, you know maybe he comes in and does crazy stuff i'm not looking for that i'm not looking i don't expect I'm not either if it it'll be bonus if he comes in and scores a bunch of points because yes. he's got like we got like 10 games left yeah so if he finishes with 10 points in 10 games phenomenal if he has two or three points in those games which is what i'm expecting right which yeah. right so i i honestly like you know if we were if we were going to play a little you know las vegas here and do an over under I would say my line for the over-under on points for Maddie Beniers is six. Interesting. Six points in the last 10 games. Okay. Would you I would, take the I over do, the under? I would do like, mm, I would do like five and a half because they always do the half just oh, to shit. fuck good. people up. Yeah. Okay. I'd probably right. do five and a half. I would take the under, honestly. I, okay. I'm not expecting him to go out there and do a bunch of crazy shit just like you alluded to. What was really interesting, I did make a note about this. Um, when he was out there on the ice practicing again, this morning, we were recording it. It is Monday, April 11th. Um, uh, Haxel had him on the first line with Donato and Eberly. So he actually replaced, he's going to play Wenberg at center. I mean, he's projected to be a, a top six center. Um, but he is playing on the, on the top line. And again, with Donato and Eberly, I, I don't think he's going to start there, but I think it's really interesting to see how they are already like had him swap out with uh, with Wenny there. And there's a really good piece that we'll talk about more of this a little bit later. But Ryan uh, S. Clark wrote for the Atlantic about how he will fit into the Kraken roster and how they'll probably try him at the first um, at the first line, but probably haven't the second or the third uh, with like Coleman and McCann to see how that all works out. So they don't fuck with the chemistry, but still give him a chance to do some things like, yeah, if you put him out there with McCann and, uh, and this guy's, you know, McCann uh, leading the team in goals, et cetera, that's going to be a good position for him to be in. I think you're exactly right. I, 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 I could see him starting top line next year. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, but, but right now, I don't see it. I'd be very, I'd be very surprised. By I think that. they're going to try everything. They got nothing. Obviously there's nothing to lose. Nothing. It's literally an experiment. Yes. Let's see what happens. This guy could be a game changing talent for the Seattle Kraken and yeah. could be somebody in the NHL. Like I've been watching hockey for a long time and I'm always a fan of youth, 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 just yes. like, and there is a big change right now in the NHL where like every 10 years, you kind of see the names change over and we're right on the cusp of that. Like that's starting to change. Like the old school names like Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin. I remember watching hockey when those guys were like, Ooh, who are these young dudes? Like Sidney Crosby is supposed to be the best player ever. It's so crazy for me to even think about Sidney Crosby being like the old guy in the NHL now. Cause I remember when he started playing and I wasn't exactly. even following hockey then. Right. So like that's what sneeze. I think it's happening again every 10 years or so right around that sort of decade mark. Yeah. You know, there's the new change of the new players, the new blood of the NHL. And I think Maddie Beneers has a chance, especially too. What's cool is, you know, look, we have to face facts and we'll talk more about tough skin later on is like, we're not a super talented team. No, we're not. Okay? We have players that we love and we, we love them to death and we think they're talented, but are they the best in the NHL? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maddie Beneers has that fresh, clean slate and he has the chance to be, one of the best players in the NHL. So that's why you should be excited about this. That's why you should be pumped to watch Seattle Kraken hockey for the rest 
of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not only that, it's this great promotional thing is like the Kraken are going to try as a business to make sure that, you know, people are still interested in their team mm-hmm. and still want to go buy tickets to go to climate pledge arena yes. and invest in maybe season tickets for next year. Right. Which maybe that's not a problem. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they're sold out or not, but still, so like it's smart to get them out on the ice. And hopefully that means, Holy smokes, this kid is going to light it up and get people super fired up. And there's something now to talk about, you know, Mariners baseball started off to a great start, right? Two and one. They got shelled yesterday. But oh, for I, the, thought they, I thought they won. No, for the most part, they look good. Marco Gonzalez had a really bad outing, and he was just getting hit. But then every pitcher that they could put out there, uh, they were just getting drilled. The, the Minnesota Twins just got hot. But anyways, that's a whole other so, <laughs> I've watched. I've watched all three games so far. Good, good. Season. So we can talk about the Mariners because like baseball, I do not follow it. Um, but, you know, what's cool is I guarantee you, Matty Beneers, he's skating with the Kraken tomorrow, well, tonight, uh, against the Flames. I'm going to bet that might be the lead sports star story in Seattle news, right? It so, has to be. Has it to absolutely be. has to be. Yeah. So, if that doesn't, if that doesn't great. make the leading news and like the Mariners fourth game of the season does as much as I love the Mariners, I will be legitimately upset because again, he's the future of the franchise. We all should be really excited. And like you said, he has the potential to be one of the best players in the NHL. He's a two way center. This is really, really exciting things. Well, it's, I think it's going to be a, a, a great thing. And um, I think in the last podcast episode Piper Shaw had mentioned she you know said that he was a super chill like cool yeah. vibe guy we did a vibe check she right she so loved it or it was solid vibes are solid credit to Piper for for uh, giving us that uh, insight into who Maddie Beneers is as a person so it sounds like a good locker room person to have right I would ideally want that somebody who's fun and can just be kind of chill so maybe he and Yanni will uh, you know be leading the locker room with that sort of stuff so Maddie Beneers like will he skate with the Kraken, the answer is yes. It looks yes. like it's happening tonight against the Flames. The over-under on points through the rest of the season yeah. for Matty Beneers is five and a half, as coined by uh, yeah, you know, doing, Lost doing, Joey. Doing, <laughs> and you're taking the under, and I'll take the over. I don't want to. I don't even want to talk about how much I've starred sports betting since it's become legal in Louisiana. Like, listen, I don't throw a bunch of money around because you have to have a bunch of money in order to throw a bunch of money. <laughs> but I will say that uh, you know, throwing you know five, ten, twenty dollars on some random shit, I've been doing it almost every day. It's, it's so fucking fun. I hate how addicted to it I am, but uh, if you do it, DraftKings, uh, promo code THPN. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I haven't signed up for it yet, but you know, like yeah. I'm a fan of it. It's and- a blast, man. It's a lot of fun. I, I took uh, what I thought was the easiest money of all time. It was, uh, I took a futures bet on the, on the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Vegas had about 84 and a half wins on the season. Last year, they won 90 or 92 and the team's like, progressively a, a much better team. So yeah, that's free money. So I put like, I put like a hundred bucks on that. I'm like, that's, that's, you know, if I had more money, I would have put more money on it. Well, when but. the season ends, what I will do, sign up for the app. Yes. I will, I will use DraftKings and I will put a bet on the Seattle Kraken to win the Stanley cup. Oh Jesus. But like put 10 bucks. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, that will pay 20 out like 10,000. <laughs> right. Same thing. Probably well, with the, what are the odds on that. Yeah. Right? There you 10, go. 20 bucks there, yeah. but I'll make small little bets like that. So I can like, you know, have a stake like yes. to make the playoffs. Like dude, betting on hockey is fucking hard because of, there's so many empty netters. Like you're, if you're trying to go game by game, it's really difficult. I think I'm comfortable with like taking the over under on like total points in the game, but like, like picking winners and whatnot, especially watching the Kraken because I've, we, as we've seen over the course of the year, they, they beat the really good teams, but then they have a game that they, you know, they quote unquote should win or be more competitive. They get blown out. It's just, I don't know, man. And then you combine that with, like I just mentioned, empty netters betting on hockey is a really difficult thing to do. So kudos to anybody out there doing it. You know what? I haven't started yet, so I, I really don't know. It is diff- That's why yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. It's something that I need to, I, I, I will start playing with it, but Maddie Beneers, he is 
going to be skating with the Seattle Kraken. You, as a Seattle Kraken fan, should be excited. I know we are. So that's the big buzz right now in your Kraken reaction. Now, here's the thing, Joey, is like I was out of touch for many, many games. Yes. You know, I, I kept up to date with what was going on. You know, basically, uh, you know, the Kraken and the Kings games, the Kraken and the, the Golden Knights games. Um, it sucked to lose to the Golden Knights. But here's the cool thing about the Golden Knights. The fucking is Golden Knights. They're still two points out. Of the playoffs. I know. I just really wanted to play spoiler because we had the Golden Knights in back-to-back games followed by the Dallas Stars. And the inverse of what we wanted to happen happened. I was like, hopefully the Kraken can beat the Knights in back-to-back games and then lose to the Stars so the Stars can leapfrog them. And what happened was the Kraken ended up losing both games to the Knights. And then we ended up beating Dallas 4-1 to right, uh, right after that. So that was, that was a little frustrating. But honestly, as long as the end result is the Golden Knights don't make the playoffs, I am very happy. Those fans, the Golden Knight fans, I don't understand how they are as delusional as they are because I was seeing, and it wasn't just like normal, the quote unquote normal fans on Twitter, whatever. It was like people who are like official beat writers for the Las Vegas Golden Knights saying stuff like, I forget exactly what it was. I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something on the lines of like, uh, you know, I, I feel so bad for Seattle Kraken fans because this team is this team is shit and they have like no future. Meanwhile, we get to root for the Vegas Golden Knights. And I'm like, are you are you just now watching hockey? How do I know more about this than you? And I've been watching it for four fucking months because what I don't understand <laughs> You're a different is different breed. dude. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. I just don't understand how this individual, like maybe you're so biased, you can't see the truth. But like the fact of the matter is like the, the Vegas Golden Knights, their window was huge from the expansion draft, which they t- again, they took advantage of all the rules, 2017, blah, blah, blah. And uh, ever since then, their window has been closing and closing and closing. It's getting to a point where now they're going to be lucky to make the playoffs this year. Their future is looking very bleak. Uh, they fucked up things, the trade deadline, and no one knows what's going on. Meanwhile, the Seattle Kraken did exactly what they wanted to do. And yeah, this season sucks, but it's a typical expansion year season. And the future is looking great. Like Matty Benier signed uh, his deal with the Kraken. Um, we're looking like we're going to get one of the top draft picks in the NHL draft. We have $23 million right now in cash space for a free agency pending any moves that we do uh, prior to that like the future is so bright and so wide open for the kraken so i don't understand that outlook at all it makes no sense whatsoever well i think that you know you're tainted by it's it's all glitz and glamour in, in yeah. las vegas you know so it's all like you get the shiny lights like you're not paying attention yeah, to what's really going congrats. on you you made it to the playoffs you made it to a cup and then you lost you have nothing to show for it so all i know is that everything that you sold out for that you were hoping to do you have not achieved so I don't want to hear you talking shit because your goal, you have not achieved it yet. And it's looking smaller and smaller every single day. In fact, if I had to put a futures bet, speaking of betting, I would bet that the Kraken fucking take a cup before the Golden Knights. And that might be a crazy take, but I really don't think that the, like, if you look at the futures of these organizations, I trust where Seattle's going far more than the Vegas Golden Knights. I love that because if you think about this is calendar years, like season, have we had a disappointing season? Yes. Yes. But calendar year, 2021 was awesome because brand new team, all the excitement. Like that was like, what an amazing, st- the, the, the season, we still thought we had a chance like in December. Like we were like, okay, th- this is somewhat decent. Like maybe we'll do something, but like we're still riding the high of being, mm-hmm. you know, first time ever skating, first time ever season for the Kraken. The 2022 calendar year will be fantastic because, you know, we're in a great position. Just like you said, Maddie Beneers is going to be skating with us. I guarantee you this summer, we're going to sign somebody who's going to make another splash. Yeah. Right. Or, if or not two, two. Or yeah, three. we have or whatever, one or right? two. Yeah, Maybe we, we have the trades yep. during the draft or whatever. Like that, there's crazy stuff that could happen. So I, I believe that we will have a better season 
beginning in 2022 in the fall, but like the calendar year, like we're increasing our, our, we had the auspice of 2021 first season. Now we've got 2022 great spring so far for us really, as we're building the future. Yes. yes. And then next season, I think it's going to be, I think we're going to have a decent season. We're going to have some cool stuff happen. So I did too, it man. is cool. I totally am with you on that. And Las Vegas, I think sold their soul to the devil to try and, you know, and they almost did it. They almost did it, but now they are paying the price. And I wanted to say something else. So at Disney, I was watching, closely for hockey representation. Okay. That's a, I'm a big people watcher. So you're just following around dads in hockey sweaters. No, basically. I'm just like paying attention. <laughs> there, was, there was, there was only one. I only saw one Jersey and it was a Disney Jersey, which I don't, there's a lot. Interesting. Everybody's kind of competing with like Disney t-shirts and like, we didn't, I don't have one. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to get one, but it was like dads. It was a competition for like the women had cute Disney outfits. Um, uh, right. Who are the women who are trying. And then there yeah. was like the dudes who were trying, the dads who were trying had like cool, t like snarky t-shirts. And one guy had like a pretty pimp Disney hockey Jersey, which was pretty interesting. So like, look, if you like people watching Disney is, is really interesting. I right? believe that I will hang out in that old Monaco or Italy and just be getting drunk and watch everybody walk by with their weird shirts. So I was the only, I wore, I rotated, I wore a Red Wings hat or a Kraken hat. Nice. And I wrote, so I rotated and, um, you know, I got some people like saying, Hey, you from Detroit? Um, it was just kind of cool, but I saw no other Detroit Red Wings gear. So a lot of Uni university of Michigan gear there. Like, because I think Michigan break, maybe, I, I don't know. Yeah. Spring break okay. definitely. But like also, but as far as hockey stuff that I saw a lot of, uh, now a lot, like five, six people with Las Vegas golden Knights stuff on. Okay. Um, I saw one other dude with a Kraken hat I was like, yes, dude. I was like, and what was weird is I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Well, two days later he was must've been staying at a resort cause I saw him. This like, is oh. Destiny's cracking I was like, hey, Destiny. dude, like you cracking fan? Like I was we were, like ready to tell him about the podcast, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, I, ha I had my cracking hat. I was like, hey, is, it, is that a cracking? He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you you like the crack? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I love the crack. And this is uh, like my, one of my favorite teams. And um, he, uh, he's like, yeah, I just bought that. I just, I, I just kind of, we lived there. We lived in Portland for a while and I just like the logo. So like, oh, okay. Well, so he, whatever. Like, which is respectful. He's wearing a Kraken hat. Thanks but for did, supporting the nothing. team, bro. He's like, are we, we're not doing too well, are we? I was like, oh, well, and I started to talk. You should have gone to the history. Well, actually it says expansion year. And so historically, if you look at it, I actually, did, I actually <laughs> launched, I was so excited to talk hockey with somebody. Yeah. I started to launch into like podcast, Jeff. Yes. And I like looked over at my wife and she was the like, kids giving and you like, the, yeah, we got to get on the bus. Yeah. Dude. Sorry, dude. Like we she's giving go like the magic kingdom. So into the throat, like walk away, walk away from the poor man. But overall I saw a lot of, I saw St. Louis blues. I saw golden Knights. I saw not a lot of the New York teams, which I would have expected. Obviously we were in Florida. So I did see a lot of Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay um, lightning, Florida Tampa Bay Panthers. Stuff. I did not see much of the Florida, pa like the Florida Panthers get shafted. Like, cause I'm telling you, there's no fran There's no culture around that franchise. And it sucks because that team's so fucking good. So I, good just, but, I just look at them. Well, like, the, blah. They're, they're hopping now. But anyway, so like, I think that investing in the Kraken and feeling excited about the Kraken and like wearing your Kraken hat to Disney, start representing like I was representing, which was cool. I'm into um, it. You know, so anyway, I think we're, we're in good shape. So long story short, we were talking about the games. We wish we would have beat the Golden Knights. We did not. Now, what happened when I was, when I was gone? We, and we should, I don't know if we talk about this here or not. No, let's talk about it now because this is, this is when everything, when everything happened because one of the games, I forget if it was the first or second, whatever, it doesn't really matter because both of the games resulted in a loss. But what happened was one of the games was televised nationally on TNT. So they had the NHL on TNT crew. Part of that crew was Paul Biznet, AKA Biz Nasty, you know, Spitting Chicklets podcast, ex-NHL player, blah, blah, blah. And during the podcast, um, you know, and also that he really dwelled on, but he made a comment about how the Seattle Kraken are bottom feeders. Did you watch it? Did you see it? Yeah, I watched, okay. I watched the whole game. I watched, I watched the, uh, I watched the NHL on TNT. I watched them do their whole report. 
Now, I personally, I had nothing. I had nothing. Is that against he said? It. That, what well, was the context? Well, well, the context was they're like the Kraken are losing to the Golden Knights. And yeah, don't get me wrong. It was a bit of a circle jerk. Like they were definitely like, you know, rubbing, rubbing out the Golden Knights fans a little bit there. But it's also like, yeah, they're a better team. They've also been to a Stanley Cup final. You know, they've they've done more things. And yes, their history is short. But if they have two teams to talk about, they're probably going to talk about the better team. I don't think it was a, I don't think it was like a biases towards uh, or like against the Seattle Kraken as much as it was like people are more invested in the Vegas Golden Knights. That's just a fact. I didn't have an issue with them referring to the Seattle Kraken as bottom feeders because of the fact of the matter is the Seattle Kraken are bottom feeders right now. Yep. We know that. Yeah. Like we talk about it consistently. I haven't used the exact phrase or terminology bottom feeders, but I have talked about the team you know, being shitty or just not being a good team. They're still my team. I still root for them to win. I still love them with all of my heart, but guess what? I'm a Seattle diehard everything. I've been dealing with quote unquote bottom feeder teams my whole fucking life. I haven't seen the Mariners make the playoffs um, in, in 20 some odd years now. I'm 37 years old. The last time they were in the playoffs, they, I was in high school. Like I'm, I'm used to this. I, this doesn't rub me the wrong way. There's nothing that anyone can say, whether it's a fan of the team, not a fan of the team, somebody on a national broadcast that I have either a not said myself or B will actually hurt my feelings because my teams will always hurt me far more. And I'm just used to that. I had no issues with, with him saying that. And I know you're going to get into this a little bit too, but it's part of his personality. And I don't know, man, it just, it didn't, like I didn't take it personally. So I, I had no issues with somebody calling the team bottom feeders. You know what this is, is, you know, nobody can call, can accuse my kid of being a, a shithead. Yes. Other than me. Other than me. Right. Yes. And this this is what it is. And I, I, I think we need to have thicker skin because in the grand scheme, we're new to this, right? As Kraken fans are watching this, like we're already hurt. Like we're already yes. down in the dumps. And, and you know, we're trying to get excited about this team. Um, and it's just, you know, they're not winning. So I totally get it. And and then you have, you know, national media piling on. And um, what he said is being called bottom feeders is mm -hmm. very, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah, you know? if, if you remove like the team from it and like it's like a standalone chirp and him calling the team quote unquote bottom feeders, that's like the lowest level of anything. If, like if you think that offended you, you should have heard what somebody at a bar in a Blackhawks jersey said to me after two Miller lights. That's true. I promise you it was a hundred times worse than that. And like the team, the, the fucking season hadn't even started yet. So like then put that into context. So I think something that, you know, we all need to work on together, like me, me included is just like, to, we have to go like, all right, we, we invested a lot of time and energy and passion and heart into the Seattle Kraken. But we also have to like stop and go like, all right, this is sports, you know, Paul, Paul Bissonnette, mm -hmm. uh, as a player, you know, he was an instigator. Yeah. yeah, that's his thing. And he was somebody who would fight. He was somebody who got there and do the dirty work. And he was a big name on Twitter because he would tweet, you know, uh, when he was playing, like yes. not, not actually when he was playing, but yeah. like during his yeah, play, I don't think he's out in the eyes with an eye. With an I think he iPhone. did get in trouble at some point. <laughs> I think he did get in trouble at some point for tweeting from the locker room or something like that. But he, yeah. he became a Twitter personality in hockey Twitter yeah. way back in the day when he was still skating in the league, which is why he's perfect for spit and chicklets. His exactly his job. And on spit and chicklets, I listen to that podcast every single week. You yeah. know, I do love it. And, and they, they all balance each other out and you know, they'll look, do they have their own issues? Absolutely. But, um, you know, 
Paul Bissonnette, Biz Nasty, he calls out so many different fan bases and does so and talks so much shit to like right now Buffalo Sabres fans want to kill him because yes. he he really has said on the podcast like you guys absolutely are, suck are the worst you're terrible yeah and like he has laid into them because of the yes. Jack Eichel thing the Jack Eichel situation right yeah. and and like people want to murder him. So like we really had it easy, but that's his thing. Like his job is to try and get reactions from people. That's what he's doing, especially on national yes. media. They, so he doesn't care. He's going to say whatever the most inflammatory thing is at the time. So yes, long story short is, you know, you can hate him, you can love him, whatever, just have thicker skin because you know, we are going to go through a lot of ups and downs and maybe more downs before we get any ups. But that is something that we should not worry about from him. Besides, I think the best tweet, and I, somebody that was part of the Kraken pod that tweets with us said this, is the best way to put it is like, he is the current color analyst for the Phoenix Coyotes. Yes. So he, he, he does stuff on their TV broadcasts and he can't, he will not talk shit about the Phoenix Coyotes. Like yes. he'll say what is what, like he'll, uh, uh, he'll basically say like, yes, they're not a good team, but he won't say anything inflammatory about them. Yes. So that's what's ironic is like, he might be contractually obligated. I mean, we, we honestly don't know. The Coyotes are understand. literally, well, they're not the worst team in the league, but, but they're like the second. Yes. Right. So like they're, they are the bottom feeders. Yes. Right. So like, that's, what's ironic about this. It's like, we're going to go through a lot of shit. We haven't even begun to experience yet. The, 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 the flaming of, of us as fans, um, you know, from another team, like we don't have a big time rivalry yet. We haven't, no, had we that, do not. We have not had that incident that made us like literally breathe fire and see red because yeah. one of our guys is bleeding on Avalanche the ice versus red wings guys getting right. slammed to the side and people talking we, shit. And then yeah, and it's like coming. serious injuries as we get more competitive, that is going to come and we're yes. going to find that hate. So be Which, honestly embrace it. Like come to the dark side, like embrace that shit. Because yeah. like you said, like us being called bottom feeders, I'm sorry like, for me, we do have to get thicker skin. And also my point to what you just said is if we're watching the, the NHL on TNT broadcast and he makes that same comment, but it's towards the Canadians or it's towards the coyotes. I don't think a single Kraken fan is up in arms tweeting over it. Oh my God. How can you say that about that franchise? Blah, 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 blah. You're only upset because he said that about the, about the Seattle Kraken and what he said isn't not true. So it's one of those things where it's like, if he said this about another team, you don't give a shit. The other point I want to make is you, you said it yourself. He's a personality. This is what he does for TNT. It's what he does his entire career, even as a player. Now he has his podcast, whatever. And TNT knows this. And I saw some people were like taking what he was saying and they were like, you know, sharing it with TNT being like, can you believe that he's saying this? Um, you know, how can you let this man act like this on a broadcast? Like if he's tweeting at people or he's saying things, um, TNT hired him to do this. And if you want to argue that this is not good for growing the game, I will argue the opposite because one, now you're talking about it, whether it's good or it's yep. bad. Now you're talking about it and you're getting the conversation going. That's literally his job. And two, if you don't think it's growing the game, look at what the NBA has done. Look at the NBA on TNT. If you think what he said is bad, watch one single game coverage where Charles Barkley and Shaq are ripping NBA players. In fact, they ripped Joel and Embiid so bad last year over his poor play that he said in an interview after a game one time that he heard what they said. And because of that worked really hard because he never wanted to hear them talk bad about him ever again. Yeah. Like that's how bad they were. So like, but that's what they've been doing in order to build the NBA. And guess what? The NBA on TNT broadcast is by far the most popular and they shit down people's throats 24 seven. Now I'm not saying that's the path to, um, you know, uh, 
the NHL blowing up and blah, 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 blah. But I'm saying like TNT knows the product that they have. They are okay with that. And if he's going to say some inflammatory things about teams on the broadcast, they are okay with it. So you getting all up in arms over it does nothing but be like, oh, great. Now, now we're getting this conversation. They know who he is. So I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you are mad at Biz Nasty, Paul Bizanet for saying that, uh, feel like channel that energy. Like, yeah. be mad. Be, I'm not telling you mad. not to feel feelings, be mad by the about way. It, if you want to be mad, be mad. Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm putting on my hat as somebody who is mad about it, right? And I'm saying this is, hey, Biz, step your game up. Step your chirp game up. That's what you did in the NHL. You do that every like yeah, bottom feeders. That's, that's all you got to fucking say. That's like some really shit. Like let's talk. Let's let's talk. Like give us some real. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. May may I have another? Yeah. Like seriously. Like I'm weathered. I'm I'm down in the depths in the sea. Yeah, you know. Like did you watch Game of Thrones? Yes, of course. You know, it's like. uh, uh, what, uh, what is dead may never die or whatever it is, yes. like whatever is drowned or would never die. Like whatever that's, that's us as Kraken fans. It's like we were, we're born in the depths, right? Yes. So like we, we know what it's like to, to suffer down deep below sea level. Right. So 100%. like come at us with some good shit, not, Hey, you're bottom feeders. Yeah. Like start trashing us. And guess what? Like Joey just mentioned a few minutes ago is the more people are talking about the Seattle Kraken on the national scene is the better. And I guarantee you, whatever happens this week, if Maddie Beneers comes out flying on Tuesday night and uh, has an awesome game, it's going to be talked about uh, on Wednesday night in mm -hmm. that national broadcast. And yes. we'll see what Biz Nasty says then. So yep. Paul, Biz, as somebody who listens to your your damn podcast and has to listen to your terrible ad reads, please, <laughs> please step your game up and trash the Kraken way better than you did. And please do it on a national broadcast, man, because uh, we that's 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 what we're looking for here. Yeah, so if we're going to shit talk us, do it better. Like, let's get some better yeah. chirps going. And then, by the way, get your punches in now, because in the future, in the very near future, when the Kraken are not a team to be fucked with, you've missed out on your window to chirp us. Yeah. Just like the Vegas Golden Knights have missed out on their window to win a Stanley Cup. That's right. Well said. You should buy in now, Biz. Get All it. Right. Anyway, right. So we're putting that to bed and like, let's let's channel that energy like straight up Star Wars. Let's let's feel the dark side energy running through us and let's use that for, for positive. I wish I was wearing a hoodie. I put the hood up right now just to totally. fucking feel myself. Totally. I should have. I could have bought you like a $400 hoodie from Star, from the Star Wars land I, at I, uh, Disney World. I appreciate you, you not doing that yeah, okay. yeah i want to like mortgage my house to buy some merch i would venmo request you for that though, uh, by the way uh, so thank you yeah. that's what i'm gonna do to people is like hey i bought you some sweet merch from yeah. disney world hey i thought about you you here's, owe me fifteen hundred dollars here's the venmo request yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right so that what that's put to bed is you know national national chirps um as far as uh, the rest of the games that happened while i was gone um we just talked about the golden knights games um you know we we had you know we had a couple of wins which is awesome um there was some quality stuff i thought what was kind of cool is we don't have to talk about every game that happened is I did notice that national media and of course local media talking mm. about how goaltending the Seattle Kraken goaltending yes. is getting better and better and better and more solid, which is pretty cool. Yes. Um, if you want to talk about the shutout against the Chicago Blackhawks and uh, to the guy that accosted me in the bar again, fuck you. This is a revenge revenge win for Joey. And you want to think you think bottom feeders is bad. How about this? The fucking Blackhawks are a shit organization. They are a trash organization, not just the players, but the front office fuck them and fuck their fan base. So how's, how's that for, uh, you know, for some chirping right there. Uh, so the, the Kraken beat the Blackhawks two to nothing. Groupie stood on his head. Uh, the second shutout in, uh, in Kraken franchise history. The first one also by Grubauer against the Islanders. Uh, he had 29 saves. Uh, Wenny, 
had what I think is his best goal on the season. He does the fake shot, catches a defender completely sleeping on him, goes right around him, fakes the backy, and then uses the I mean, it was such a beautiful goal. We had the Eberly insurance in the third period, and we end up beating the Blackhawks 2-0 in Chicago. And that, for me, is like, that's like the... Stan Marsh at the computer uh, South Park gif where like <laughs> you love everything's that. covered you love in jizz. Meme, I'm just dude. like, oh my oh, God. Yeah, God. that's how that's how I felt after that game. Like, this is my fucking revenge match. I gotta tell you in full context, man, is uh, you know, we're getting to know each other here. It's like that, yes. that every time I see and like look, like you tweet how you want to tweet, but man, that meme always freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> that meme always freaks me out. I'm not a fan of it, but you do you. This is a co this is a coach Twitter account. You do you, man. All right. It's all good. But uh yeah, screw the Blackhawks, dude. I mean, yeah. like if you got to go back to episode like eight of this podcast, the Kraken pod to find mm-hmm. out Joey's story about getting a co- literally getting accosted by a drunk Blackhawks fan. Before the season even started, dude. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, like right. it was during preseason. I'm oh, like, yeah, can yeah, I, yeah, yeah. am I allowed yeah. to have a, and it was also like on veterans day and I'm a veteran, which veteran. I don't, which I don't Thank really, you, which I don't, you know, share, but it's like, Hey man, on the one day, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and so ever since then, yeah, I have not been a Chicago Blackhawks uh, fan on top of the fact that, you know, historically they are a trash organization that treats everyone poorly and, uh, to, Chooses to uh, yeah. you know harass and and lie and anyways they're just a they're bad organization all around so fuck them I'm glad we beat them to nothing yep they deserve to lose every game by shutout the Blackhawks suck as a yeah. lifelong Red Wings fan I can say Blackhawks <laughs> yes yeah. all right so and Flurry's out of there so thank God right so the fl- uh, the the Flames came you know came in they they you know everybody's saying the same thing and it's true they flamed us they were the Flames like the Flames are they're a good looking team man I, I tell you what is you know they, are we looking at potential playoff rooting is this a bandwagon that we're gonna hitch our hitch our wheel to let's, I mean, let's finish up the crack reaction okay. let's talk playoffs in a second because i'll talk about the current matchups uh, okay. they, they're kind of some of them are changing by day but like we should we need to start th- we got about 10 ish games left in the yeah. season for most teams yeah um that's about the average one so more like, podcast episode then it's going to be playoff time basically yeah pretty yeah. much it so like we do have to start thinking about that you as a as a you know kraken seattle kraken fan is like you should totally watch the playoffs with us because it's going to be yes fun. We're going to have fun and approach it. And it's the first playoffs ever for Joey ever. to really watch yes. as a hockey and crack. I'll fan. be hate watching Toronto. I can't say that much. I will actually watch every game just to root against them. I'm I keep very excited, but we'll talk. We'll talk okay. more about it. So anyway, we lose the flames four to one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't this. I was just getting back from Dis, uh, Disney that night. Yeah. So I didn't watch any of this game. Any highlights, anything we should take note of? Not really. The game was, <laughs> the game was tied one, one, uh, the flames get three unanswered goals in a row. Uh, obviously there, there was uh, an empty netter there that always fucking sucks. But Noah, uh, Noah Hannafin had four assists for Calgary. They're just a really good team. Um, they, we gave up a goal to Trevor Lewis with 16 and a half seconds left in the first period. That's the ultimate crack and shit when there's like a couple seconds left in a period and it completely swings momentum. But again, Calgary is a really good team. I was bummed because I wanted to see yarn croak play. He was supposed to be the first player that we've traded away to play against us in history. Quote unquote, you have to say it all the time, yeah, right? but yeah. he actually had an illness before the game. So he got scratched. So yeah, oh, the, okay. the Kraken ended up losing to the flames four to one. And, uh, Unfortunately, we have to play them again <laughs> on Tuesday when this podcast comes out. So we'll flip right to that and talk about what's coming up. Um, obviously, we talked all about Maddie Beneers, um, and that should be tonight, which Monday we're recording. But obviously, uh, tonight, uh, the Kraken play the Flames in Calgary. Hopefully, as Maddie Beneers' first game. I think every Kraken fan, this is a must-watch game to see his yes. first ever game. Uh, and again, like I said, Austin Matthews, I think, scored like four goals in his first Wait, ever game. Wait, is it nationally televised, the Tuesday game at Calgary? Because it's it's a home-and-home. Home. So we're now not. it's in Calgary. I hope not, dude. I hope it's not. Because I, I, um, I watch on ESPN+. Plus yes. And I don't have... 
you know, oh, I can't watch it. So that's what I have. The secret is like the national, I have to follow along on the feeds. Oh, that's, and I know there's ways to like watch games. Yeah. I'm sure there's like, you can download like some TNT app or some shit like but that. I'm such an old man. I'm like, I'm like, am I going to get uh, a virus downloaded from this website? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I, I hope it's not nationally televised. Okay. I have to look to see because I would like to, I really want to watch this game, which would be awesome. So I'll look it up right now while you're talking. Okay. Look it up right now. So we know all about that. The Maddie, I just want to see Maddie Beneers do well. And I would love to see the team beat the flames. That'd be fine with me. And then yeah, uh, we're when, open, we're Owen three against them this year. And Calgary is four. They just had a Pacific swing and they went four on on that swing. Kings, Ducks, Sharks and Kraken all lost to them. They are on a heater. They're starting to really put things like, you know, together, getting ready for the playoffs. So yeah, it'd be great if the Kraken could steal this game. Or maybe, or maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you want the Kraken to lose out because now that you're excited for Matty Beniers, maybe you want to get that top draft pick and you're like, fuck it. I don't care if they lose every game from here. It on is now. on ESPN plus. It is. Yep. You're right. But the thing I don't understand is sometimes I get, I get Kraken games blacked out. I don't know why in Louisiana I would get games blacked it's, out. It's the Dallas stars because we're so close to Texas that oh, we're, te- yeah, yeah, we're yeah, technically yeah. in their territory. Yeah, so then right. you have to watch like the Dallas stars network, whatever okay. that is. So yeah. I think, I think I can watch that, uh, that game, which would be fantastic. Yep. But then the next night, uh, that problem, well, that won't be, maybe it'll be nationally televised. I'm not sure. No, uh, everything's ESPN plus the only game that's not as a game against Minnesota. That's going to be on the NHL network. Okay. All right, cool. So the, 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 Crack and play the Jets in Winnipeg. Peggers. On, on the Peggers again, which is probably the highlight of the season for me. If we have a podcast recap, we should have a podcast recap episode of the best moments of this podcast and finding out that Peggers, that's their nickname in yeah. Winnipeg. That's crazy. Uh, but then the the Devils uh, yes. play against the Kraken in Seattle on Saturday. So like some fun games this week and with Maddie Veneers in town, it's going to be uh, fun to watch. The Devils suck. You know, they're, they're... Yeah, and also fuck Jack Hughes. I'm sorry. I, I don't care if he's the future of the franchise and possibly the face. Wait, of the, why do you hate him? I forget. Of the NHL because he did that bullshit magic trick that was not even oh. good. It was like some amateur <laughs> low level bullshit and they gave him like best oh, trick and they the took kid. it away. They took and it away. Like mad at the kid I'm, too. Yeah, because the kid sucked. That's the trick cool, sucked. Man. I don't care. Jack Hughes, that magic trick, I will never forget it because you stole the limelight away from ter- uh, from Trevor Zegers, who had like the 360 spin while blindfolded. And Jack Hughes was like, oh, here's a mini version of me, which you can clearly see the kid like coming out of this secret box. It was all bullshit. The shot on goal was bullshit. They should have just kicked that puck out and be like, yeah, we're not yeah. even gonna let this happen. So I don't I don't like Jack Hughes. I gotta watch I'll myself. never forget that. I don't know what it, I hope there's never a moment where like I cross one of your lines and like, what is your line? Like, I'll never forget like, it. I'll never forget for me, it. Whatever like, it like, is. Getting punched in the face or saying to my wife or kids, like that's crossing the line. <laughs> but like, is like my stank breath. Is that across the line? Cause no. you're mad about the all-star skills yeah. competition is like, the, the, cause the trick was bullshit. It was like, do the I not worst. have enough deodorant on? Are you going to start your own rival podcast? It was because... like David Blaine's third cousin removed, tried doing some magic trick and right, so he tried pulling devils. it off and it sucked. We're going to beat the shit out of them because, uh, we had, uh, what's his name? Jack Hughes. Yeah. Uh, totally pulling some bullshit at the all-star game. So screw that guy. And screw exactly. you, Devils fans. And also, I'm a, I'm a Zegris fan. I, I love Zegris, and he took the limelight away. So trash, I'm, trash, trash. Yeah. Zegris is going to get destroyed. He's somebody's going to kill him in one of these games. Oh, absolutely. He's going to get, and I can't wait to and see. And it's it bullshit we, too, because the reason why he's going to get destroyed one of these games because people are tired of him having so much skill that he makes them look dumb. Oh. That's literally what the issue was. Is it not? Last night he had an amazing. He, uh, he did a spinorama behind the net, pass to the front. Oh my god! And like 
It was awesome. That, that's what we're going to get with Matty Beneers. Not that we don't have, te- yes. was, you know, like when he's goals. No, like but we don't have the skill of a player like a Zegris. I mean, you we can, don't. I mean, no one else in the NHL aside from the Ducks have that. But the reality is like teams are getting so mad at him because he's so skilled. He makes them look dumb, which I think is, is obnoxious. It's like, if you don't want him to do that, stop him. It's like when people like right. when teams used to get mad at Kobe Bryant for talking shit. Well, if you don't like it, then stop him from dropping 50. I don't know what you want, what you want right. us to say. That's exactly sorry, how sports sorry, should I'm work. Not sorry. That is how sports should work. And I, I think that uh, Maddie Beniers is going to make every other player on the Kraken better, you know? So like all these guys that are, are really talented that maybe we haven't seen enough out of them because they just don't have the right player to help them. Yes. You know, that's what Maddie Beniers is going to help that. So anyway, so that's what's coming up this week. Maddie Beniers, a bunch of Kraken games. Let's relish and enjoy the rest of the regular season yes. as the Kraken kind of wrap it up. So, yeah. and I think we've talked about the big stuff with Maddie Beniers, the, the Paul Bissonnette stuff. Anything else that we missed that I've missed in Krakenland that has fired people up or any weird things going on? I think that's it for the most part, man. Okay. Bizonette talking shit and Matt Abeneers getting called up. And there's only 10 games left on the season now. So we're, we're really in the home stretch here, which is crazy because it feels like it's been an entire season, but it also feels like it's gone really fast at the same time. We got a couple of things that come up here in, in just a few minutes. We'll talk a little bit of uh, uh, no dumb questions, which you kind of already answered, but we'll talk about that. And then hockey history is super simple. We should talk about the playoffs here. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the playoffs. The playoff race is pretty exciting. In the East, it's not exciting at all because the the teams that are in the playoffs in the East, they're in. They've they've been in for like two months. Yeah, like that's how good the East is. Uh, the the best teams in the East are so far ahead of like the mediocre teams uh, in the East and the bad teams in the East. So like the East is a very talented conference. But like right now, and and what's really flip flopping is. Um, it's the Panthers. Uh, if the if the playoffs started today, yes. Monday the 11th, the Panthers would play the Capitals. The Leafs would play Tampa Bay. Carolina would play Boston. And I've been watching this daily. I have been watching this every single day. I have been seeing Toronto flip-flop with uh, taking on Carolina and like Tampa taking on like uh, Carolina. And those teams are kind of jockeying around a okay. little bit there. Okay, okay. The Rangers and Pittsburgh matchup is going to happen. Like that's, that's a lock right there. Very excited for that, especially because give me, I'll put my money on the Rangers in that one for sure. I, I hate the, I hate the penguins. Yeah. Uh, did you see what uh, Evgeny Malkin did the other last night? No, but I saw a bunch of tweets being like, they're in discussions about him being suspended. So he probably pulled some bullshit. I also saw a video clip of Sidney Crosby, like cheap shotting a guy, like straight up punching Fuck him in the fucking Fuck mouth. That Fuck that kid. And he always does shit like that. And because he's an NHL superstar, he's protected. That's but why, it's like, if anybody else does that, you're getting your block knocked oh, off. I'm I'm t- I'm, like this is the point of the podcast. Where, like, <laughs> as a Red Wings fan, this is where your neighbors have turned well, out. I get hopefully. excited for you, Joey, and you listening as a Kraken fan because like you're gonna have these moments of like I sincerely hate Sidney Crosby. Like I, you know, like as a person, do I hate him? No. As a hockey player, like absolutely a thousand percent. Yes. And that's the kind of joy, that spirit, that anger. Like I get fired up to see the Wings play. Pittsburgh. Yes. Like that's what you're going to get over time with the Seattle Kraken. So I'm excited for you because like that energy, I hate cause he's a whiny bitch. Yeah. He does cheap stuff and he gets away with it because he is a superstar and arguably one of the best players that's ever skated in the NHL. Yes. I am not taking that away, but Evgeny Malkin uh, last night, I, for, I don't know who he was playing. I just, but he cross checked somebody in the mouth. Yeah. And like, and that's, brutal and a kind of a wuss move and he's one of the best players to ever skate so like listen as much as you hate like the meme of like stan marsh from south park sitting <laughs> in the computer chair that would be you yeah. if mo cider fought Sidney crosby and just beat the shit out of him you would be like oh my god yep <laughs> yep i have unreasonably that would be dream scenario for you <laughs> i've unreasonably hated i've unreasonably hated you know so like 
in the East, right? Florida, Washington, Toronto, Tampa, Carolina, Boston, Rangers, Pittsburgh. Like I would want to see the Rangers beat Pittsburgh. I'd want to see um, Carolina beat Boston. I'd want to see. I'm okay with Toronto winning. Don't I, hate me. No, I am too. I told you. I want them to get deeper into the playoffs okay. so they can get their heart crushed even more. And I, I, I actually give like me, the, Give me Florida to knock them off. I like the Caps. I would like to see Florida win a cup and go on a run. That'd be pretty cool. So, like, okay. good for them. I really want them to establish themselves. They've been fighting for any sort of attention in the NHL for their entire existence since 1993 or whenever they came in. 92, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. So it would be cool to see them win a Stanley Cup. Is there any team that you you know are thinking about in the Eastern Conference? Uh, you know what? The Rangers, because that was my first ever NHL game was going to the Garden, and I actually now that I think about it, how ironic is this? I watched them take on and beat Toronto in a come from behind victory, and so it's kind of funny how that in the moment it was it was great to watch you know two original six teams match up against each other but i did not know that this natural toronto hate would be put into me later on in the season and now it's one of those things where like maybe this was hockey destiny for me hockey jesus came down and said this is the way my son <laughs> i you know that's cool i i've never really hated the rangers i've never really loved the rangers but like, that's a respectable team i think it's it's a good team so you know and I, I love igor i i don't know why it's a, it's a goalie thing but shesterkin like shesterkin. one just and he's great awesome he's so last good. name and he's a and he's a great player and uh yeah they're a lot of fun to watch and so yeah i have nothing against them so i, I might i might end up ruining for the rangers i'm just i'm i hate pittsburgh and i want to see them lose all right so like i'm i'm thinking I, i'd like to see florida do well you're thinking rangers we don't have to be official yet because it's not official yeah. yet but this is what we're thinking yeah. about i'm leading rangers okay. definitely and, and then, whoever else uh whoever toronto plays in the second or third round <laughs> and uh and I, I gotta tell you i check these standings for the playoffs every single day and it does suck to see eliminated seattle kraken so, damn it um but but still all right so here's your match what i do like seeing is that las vegas is still trailing dallas uh by two i points. really hope they don't make it in eat I, fucking crow i don't think they will because dallas dallas has uh 10 games remaining and the knights have nine so like they have a game in at hand in hand right now so like okay I, th I think I don't think they're going to make it. But anyway, the current play playoff standings in the West as of right now, Calgary, Nashville, Edmonton, Los Angeles, Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, St. Louis. Okay. I can tell you this is I'd like to see Minnesota win. I'd like to see, you know, I'm supposed to hate Colorado, I guess. But I mean, I, I like both those teams. I, I, Nathan McKinnon's awesome. Dal Colorado's so talented and so good. Um, I, I would like to see them do something there. I, I'm okay with that. The Colorado that I hate is gone. Um, Edmonton and Los Angeles. I I would like to see Edmonton, you know. I would like to see Edmonton, not because I really honestly care about either teams in that matchup, but as far as skill goes and being fun to watch, I want to watch those players from Edmonton later rounds in, in uh in, in the NHL playoffs, because to me, that's just much more exciting hockey. The Kings are just the Kings. I don't know. So give me the Oilers to move on from that. Kings are a sneaky good team, though. They've they are sneaky good, but I would much rather be watching like dry side on the later rounds and like loosely following the Kings do shit. I don't care. I would say this is here's a safe bet for you is if you're you know watching your first ever playoffs. Yes, is it's always a safe bet to put an underdog bet on the Kings to make a run. Interesting. Because okay. the past 10 years, they've won three cups in the past 10 years. Which doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's a weird LA thing, but like they have so many, 
like every team they have across like every major sport there does so well. And maybe it's just me being new to hockey. I just don't hear a lot of LA Kings talk. And maybe that's just me or maybe it's a thing. I don't know. It's just, it's a team that just, you know, it's like not like the Rangers. It's just, it is different. It's like, you know, obviously the second biggest market in the country. Yeah. But like the Lakers get more coverage than anything in LA and they're not even making the playoffs this year. They're one of the, like the one of the bottom, they, they are a true bottom feeder in the NBA. And yet the Kings have won, you know, three cups in the past 10 years. They're going to make the playoffs this year. And Look, you don't hear anything about it. That's why Wayne Gretzky was traded there is to try to make them a thing. And yeah. they did for a little bit. It's and just, then he, then he's gone and now it's not a thing anymore. It's, but it's a, it's a solid team. They've got some good, so they could make a run. Right. I, I would like to see Calgary beat Nashville for sure. Um, and I, I have nothing against Nashville, but uh, I, just, I would like to see Calgary go on a run. So. Oh my God. I wonder if I can get up to Nashville and catch us, uh, catch an NHL playoff game. There. You got you're going to Nashville next yeah, week. Yeah. Cause I'll be in Nashville. Well, I'll be in Nashville next week, but long story short, like my girlfriend's going up there and she's actually moving there for the next three to four months. Like there's a chance I could go up there for a weekend. That's not a bad idea, dude. You should totally try and catch a game. Yeah. So there's, yeah, I will be spending some time in Nashville in the very near future. And if the stars align and there's an NHL, you know, playoff game happening and the tickets are not to the point where I have to cut off an arm or something, I'll look into it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting pumped for you now uh, because what I, for this pot, we have to go to a Kraken game next season. Oh, it's happening. We have got to do this. No, it's absolutely happening. So by the way, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, please DM us on Twitter and we will totally talk about you at, at arm's length forever, however long you want. If we can somehow <laughs> afford to get tickets and flights out there because uh, we're broke-ass podcasters. Um, but uh, let's see. You've got San Jose, Edmonton, Chicago, dude. Fuck them. Chicago is going to be- Are they really going to make the playoffs? In Nashville. You should go see, and it's an eleven thirty a.m. game. Oh, so I can get my hate started early. I like yeah, that. Day drink, man. Go yeah. do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you should go make that happen. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, that'd be that'd be cool. So anyway, so as the playoffs go, there. I mean, if I had to put uh, right now, I I, I would say I'm going to put. If you're forcing me to, I'm saying Panthers win the Stanley Cup. They do it. Interesting. I'm not picking a cup. I'm not picking who I'm I think not, is going to win. Don't do this. It's not official yet. It's a fi- dude. This is getting recorded. We're releasing it. No, it's no, no, this no. Is we public record. Two weeks. Okay. All right. Two weeks. This, <laughs> you, I, I don't have to make the official decision right. yet. But I'm saying right. I tell now. you what. It's not going to be the least because they're going to lose in the second or the third round, and I am going to be lapping that shit up. I'm very excited. Last thing we should. I want to talk about like NHL goings on is. Um, and I, I thought it was funny. Is like just the yesterday or whatever it was. I saw. Um, Austin Matthews scores 50 goals in 50 games. Yes. And I was like, Austin with an eye. That's so awesome. Yeah. Austin with an eye. Um, and I was like, that's so cool. And I was like, wait a second. Wait, aren't we like in game 70? Yes. Of the season. What's what? And I was like, this is not right. And I find out I was like, he has in the last 50 games he's played in, he's scored 50 goals. Okay. So people are celebrating that like it's a huge thing. That's not 50 goals in 50 games. You don't track a stat like that. That's bullshit. You do not. Oh. And I love, I actually love Austin Matthews. I see, what you're, I see what you're saying. So what, like, and this is what's cool is, and I saw some, you know, I saw different people saying this is this Toronto media uh, spit shining something like it's, it's an amazing feat. It is an amazing it's feat. It's an amazing feat. He's awesome. Like we're not taking away the fact that he's scored a shit ton of goals in 50 games, but you don't celebrate a fact and say 50 goals in 50 games like like it's a big thing unless he started that run from game one. I agree. From game one. Like uh, the record for that, can you guess? I the short, like the, the fastest to reach 50 goals. I, I couldn't. From, from take a guess. 
I'll give you one guess and you'll get, you got to get this right. I, who is the, come on. I don't fucking know. Who? I don't know. Mario Lemieux. No, I don't know, dude. Player of all time. Wayne Gretzky. Yes. Well, I don't want to guess Wayne Gretzky for everything. Then I'm that you fucking, should. he owns every record. Then I'm that noob who just says Wayne Gretzky all the time. No, you miss hundred percent of the shots. You don't take the, Wayne Gretzky. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only sport where you can say that and to say like, and it actually, Wayne, and it uh, actually applies. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. No, it doesn't work. But Mike, Wayne Gretzky. Yes. He scored 50 and 39 games. See, but okay. And it's crazy because his assists are more, are more outstanding than his goal scoring, which is, which is says all he sorts has more of things assists about him. than the closest points to him yes. has points. See, but you just unintentionally got me fired up. And all I'm going to say is this. This is why I can't stand the Maple Leafs. Because even when, media. Even when you media. have something as great as Austin Matthews, Austin with an I, even when you have something as great as Austin with an I Matthews, that's what I'm going to start saying. I'm going to spell check that real quick. Yeah, go You're ahead. right, it is Austin with an there I. There you go. Yeah. Look at yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So even when you have, even when you have something as, as great as this individual player is, you still, media, fan base, whatever, will cherry pick the stats and try to make something else out of it instead of just celebrating the player because you're so fucking annoying because you are the Toronto Maple Leaf fan base and the Toronto Maple Leaf media. I can't stand you. You literally ruin great players that I want to root for. I cannot wait to hate root for you or against you in the playoffs because stuff like this is exactly why I cannot stand this franchise. I could root for the Leafs to win the cup but yeah, I don't know if I want to see the reaction to them winning the cup. Uh, don't no. I I would probably be like Jeff. I don't know if I can come back and do fucking what lies beneath anymore because I don't know if I can watch <laughs> hockey anymore because these fans are so obnoxious. It's going to ruin the sport of hockey. For okay, me. so so here's what I'm going to do today. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's Tuesday, so this will be later tonight. Is I'm going to from our Kraken Pod account. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tweet about my anger over the 50 goals and 50 games thing please do but i'm gonna spell austin incorrectly oh my god make sure you tag some i'm like, gonna yeah, tag some leafs yeah. podcast and i'm gonna see if we can are, can we troll can we troll the leafs fans let's do this oh all right so god. can we we did a thing where we joked around about austin matthews getting traded to the kraken um actually no they're not they would never no shit because they literally cannot take a joke so please let's troll trolling them is so easy i almost don't want to do it they are no, the we're doing they it. are the it's lowest fun. hanging fruit Remember, in entire nhl thick skin joey thick skin joey we're hot Hockey podcaster. We are like the 7,000th ranked hockey podcasters in the world. And we have got to learn to have thicker skin and start trolling more. We just cracked that top 7,000 list. I'm very totally excited. Totally. Like we yes, got like, we I got to check for like four cents, which was so cool. <laughs> All right. So as far as hot topics go in the NHL, I think we're done with that. Yes. Uh, we do need to move on to uh, what we do need to move on to uh, no dumb questions and a quick hockey history. But first we've got to thank DraftKings for sponsoring what lies beneath and we are proud to be teamed up with them and we've talked about a little uh you know some nhl some hockey bets that sort of thing there's still tons of time to get into this and with the playoffs coming around you totally want to get into the DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl they have your shot to win big new customers can bet just one dollar on any team and get 150 dollars in free bets if they win that's right so a win in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still got a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests, and they're giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are a proud part of. THPN, use that code, bet a buck on any NHL team, and you get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It is time for No Dumb Questions. What is this? As we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, is this is a podcast not only for Seattle Kraken fans, NHL fans looking to have some fun, but also new hockey fans. So if you're new to hockey, you can totally ask us any question that you may have. Maybe you're watching hockey, you know, for the entire season and you still don't know something. Don't be afraid to ask us. We will never shame you for that. Other podcasts probably will. I'm just telling you, they probably will. We will not. So don't be afraid to ask us a no dumb question question, and we may feature it here. So remember, at Kraken Pod, find us on social media. We got to get a website at some point. We'll tell you what that is when it happens. But what, Joey, is this week's no dumb question? All right. So this was inspired by a lot of talk that I saw in the Twitter sphere uh, surrounding Matty Beneers when he signed the uh, the rookie contract with the Seattle Kraken. He's being brought in. So the question is, we kind of answered this a little bit earlier. But the question is, why would you bring in Matty Beneers when there's only ten games left on the season? I thought this is an interesting question and something to think about. And there's debate here. There's no like black and white answer. Um, when we talked to Piper Shaw on last episode, um, she did talk and give us some insight into how his parents really valued a great education. Yes. And how, you know, he went to Michigan because it's a great school for having a great education. And she wasn't sure if he would leave early to come to the NHL. Well, mm-hmm. here he is coming to the NHL. Now we know that, right? So, but that was great insight from her. So, you know, like that kind of checks that off and goes like, all right, so why would he, why would he play 10 games and start his contract with the, with the team? Um, I think, you know, I'm throwing this out there and this can be kind of like part of, you can take notes from any other sport is like, he wants to start making some pro league money, right? Even though it's entry level contract. It doesn't hurt. It does not hurt. Um, I did notice on his Twitter feed that he was shilling, um, which is allowed now in the NCAA, he was shilling for Chipotle which was kind of, Oh, cool. I already love this dude. I know. He right? reps like, Chipotle. Fuck. Yeah, totally. Okay. It was like a, I think it was a sponsored thing, but I don't know, but dude, I if he's a barbacoa guy. I'm just going to give him the biggest hug, the biggest hug. By the way, dude, he, <laughs> last time I checked, he only had like 3,600 followers on Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, guess I'm, what? We're one of them now, Maddie. I'm going to DM him though. I don't know if we can, but I'm going to fuck it. I'm just going to go pat. Like I'm going to skip PR for the crack. And yeah, who gives a shit? Come on the show. Yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah, he'll just, he, he, worst he, case, worst, uh, the worst case scenario, he tells us no, and we not interview him, and that's what we were going to already do anyway. But if he responds to us, <laughs> if he responds to us, he knows who we are. Yeah. So that's oh, I like right? that. So what's okay, up, dude. So like, come on, everyone, start tweeting. Uh, all the members of the Kraken Pod, start tweeting at Maddie Beneers for us, and be like, hey, when are you going to come on the pod? By that's the what way, we need to happen. By the way, Maddie, if you are listening to our podcast because we did DM you, and now you're a fan of our show. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but according to the rankings, we are the number one Seattle Kraken podcast out there. Don't look them up. Okay. Yeah. Just don't take look, our, take our word turn, for it. We definitely, word for it. we don't make anything up. These are all true statistics. Everyone else has blinders on. Just follow us. Do not go to SeattleCrackinPodcastRankings.com because <laughs> just, we'll tell you that's true. We should totally yeah. buy that. We should. We, and then we should put that. ourselves number one and be like, see, we told you. SeattleCrackinPodcastRankings.com. We're number one. That. Yeah, we're no, we that. really and need I'm to putting, do that. I'm putting that website up before right. our website just to, just to start some shit. Okay. It. So anyway, like not only that, but on, on his, his side, he makes the money. He starts getting his NHL experience and yes. he might come in and make a splash and light the league up. And he might... 
if he has an amazing first 10 games as we wrap the season up, we might have a summer of like, oh my God, Maddie Beneers. Like he could come in and think about this is like, he has an amazing, he might be getting like crazy endorsement deals in Seattle as like he came it. in. Like he's like, so like he's got everything to gain from this, right? Yes, absolutely. The Kraken also have everything to gain. Now, I don't know about the, I don't know if you're talking about the hockey business side of things. I don't all, know. All aspects of it, really. Like ticket sales, jersey sales, all of it. Why, like, why would you not do this? Right, exactly. But I don't know, like, what does that penalize him in any way? Is it affect his career or anything like that or stats in any way? I'm not exactly sure about that part. Yeah. So like, does he get like less money, more money in the future if he does it? Or I don't know. I have no idea, but he's like the shiny new toy. You want to show him off. We got to show him off. We got to learn about him, learn yes. how he's going to fit into this team, see what he can do so we can start planning for next year. Yes. Ronnie Francis and the Kraken have been dying to get him into the lineup because now we know like, wow, one of our, one of our slots definitely filled with Maddie Beneers, maybe a top top line, second line, whatever. Yeah. Now we know where to fit him. We know what to go look for in the draft. We know what to go look for when we start, you know, getting into free agency. Yeah. So it's everything positive to have him come and play right now and get started. Excitement, money for him, possible endorsement deals for him. He gets a whole summer in Seattle, learning about Seattle, becoming part of the culture. His first tweet was phenomenal. Oh my God. Like the phenomenal. standing, standing face in the city and like his back is to the photo and it's like coming soon or something like that. And like, you see the skyline, like in the background, I'm like, Oh my God, like, this kid is so smart. He's going to come in and win over the Seattle fan base. He did it with that one tweet. It one was over. Tweet. I was like, okay, I'm in, well, I'm how, in. That was, I don't need, I, you're from Washington. Yes. I am not, I've never been to Seattle. I love the Kraken. It still made me go like, Holy shit, I don't know what these buildings are. <laughs> At least I know what two of them are, but I don't know what the rest yeah. of these Space buildings are. Space and Climate Pledge? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that makes gives me chills. Like, this kid's awesome. Like, I'm like, so like, I'm in. Like, I'm, I'm a, yeah. I, I want to become an honorary yes. uh, Seattleite, right? So. Yeah, no, man. And anyway. all, I will say also really quick. So Ryan S. Clark, again, he covers the Kraken for The Athletic. He had a great piece on what will it impact that Matty Beneers has on the Kraken lineup. And he pointed out, again, he's only 19 years old. They want him to come in and it's only 10 games, but he is going to have a chance to perform against older and more skilled competition. And again, small sample size, but they will be able to take those notes and take that experience and they can help him work on his game in the off season with some of that. So he comes back a better player while, like you just mentioned, getting acclimated to the city, helping, you know, selling tickets, uh, getting to know his teammates, the culture, blah, blah, blah. It's all, it's all a good thing. I'm all for, I'm glad they're bringing him in. I understand why they're doing it. So bring on Matty Beneers. Yep. I'm excited. Beers for Beneers. Beers for Beneers. That is, own that. Uh, I'm going to buy that URL too. Beers for Beneers. Beers for Beneers. Yeah. We're going to have like 50 websites. It's going to be like Sal Kraken podcast ranking, Beers for Beneers.com. <laughs> I've spent too much time. He's like, money guys, I'm that. 19. Please stop doing this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We cannot endorse any beers for Beneers. But we're going to sit on that until he's yeah. 21. Well, I'll drink beers in your name. All right. We got two years to make our podcast big enough to get him a sponsor yes. for Beers for Beneers.com. Two years for Beers for Beneers. Okay. okay gotcha. Okay, gotcha. So cool. Let's get into hockey history. I try to highlight something from hockey history that's kind of cool. And since we're talking about rookies, um, I thought it'd be kind of neat. I don't know if Joey knows much about this, but like who are the most phenomenal rookies of all time who have had the best seasons in their first inaugural season in the NHL? Well, that's easy. The answer is Wayne Gretzky and Wayne Gretzky. It is not. <laughs> it actually is not this case, which is kind of neat. Um, so the best season by a rookie, Tamu Solani uh, for the Winnipeg Jets. 
And I remember that season. I remember he uh, he had 132 points. He also, too, he has set the record for the most goals by a rookie. He had 76 goals in that season. Jesus. Which maybe, let's see, let's switch this around. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find this and switch this. No, yeah, most goals in a season. Let's see. And he was a pegger. Most goals in a season. And he, he started off as a, as a pegger. Most goals season. Wow. Um, Wayne Gretzky had 92. Wayne See, Gretzky had there you go. I knew the Brett answer. Hall, 86, 85. But let's go down to number seven of all time. Most goals in the season. That's Tay Mussolini, which is pretty neat. Um, Tay Mussolini. What a name. Yeah, he's he's awesome. The the Finnish Flash was his name. <laughs> and what was cool was he, he uh, one of his most famous, when he got that, I think it was the 76th goal, or maybe it was his 50th goal. When he got to 50 goals, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he made a name for himself because he threw his glove up in the air after he scored and he used his stick as a shotgun and shot the glove. Oh my God. That's incredible. Yeah, Are you needs kidding to me? Happen. It needs to happen more, more times in the, uh, in the NHL. So like we should, we need to have more. He of did like shot put with his glove. Yes. What an incredible, how original are you? The finished flash would come up with something like that. I'm into it. Pretty awesome. So Tamu Solani, Tamu Solani had the, uh, most Sounds like points. a fancy dessert. Well, he's, he's phenomenal. Like he basically, <laughs> he's finished, right? So he's, um, he's, I think he's like the hockey czar of, of, of Finland, which by the way, Finland, they just won hockey gold at the Olympics. Mm. They're jerseys are super tight really cool jerseys okay so tamu salani is the the most ever let's see who had the most goals in uh as a rookie in a in a game let's confirm this austin matthews thing here and see what's up well you know um, he's, he has 50 goals in 50 games oh yeah so that yeah. is a thing that he's pretty done. pretty huge yep um even though we're 70 plus games was i season. wrong about this no wait he's in here somewhere there's tons uh there he is austin matthews his first game he had four goals that's son of a bitch he really did that yep who yep. do you play against? i remember watching it um what game was that oh it's right here it was against Ottawa and they lost in overtime. Like the that. Poor, the poor senators, Canada's punching bag. Oh dude. I turned, I remember watching that game. I remember where, where I was when that happened. I was in my uh, house in Lakeview. Okay. Um, and it was like, I was like, Oh my God, this kid really is phenomenal. I was pissed that I didn't draft him in the fancy That's, hockey league. Oh man. We need to Maddie Beniers like at least get an assist now. Yep. The Harry <laughs> Highland, the Montreal Wanderers in the 17, 18 season, this dude had five goals, five goals in, one game. Hmm. Uh, and then Joe, was it the same game? Well, wow. the next man, they had two games at uh, Joe Malone, a play for the Montreal. Wait, there was two teams in, in 1979 for Montreal, the Wanderers and the Canadians, same exact day in 1917, Joe Malone scores five goals as a rookie. So Harry Highland and Joe Malone just <laughs> dominating, making, <laughs> making people look like fools in the NHL. Harry in, Highland and Joe Malone. Good what old Harry. Names. And just as in Harry Highland and Joe Malone, the rookie sensations of uh, the Montreal team score five goals a piece in different games on the same day. Unbelievable. That's exactly what the YouTube video is going to sound. Let's like. Let's go back to talking about World War One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's your uh, really weird hockey history for the day. So I love it. I'm into it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, if you can, please leave us a review. Uh, make it five stars. Do not give us any one star bullshit. Um, we try hard. All right. We do our best. But also to anywhere you listen to it, we would love your uh, review if you could. It's super easy to do. And of course, on Twitter, um, you know, at Kraken Pod, everywhere on social media. I think we have an inside thing here. We're going to start. I think we're going to do this. If I say it on the podcast, will it happen? 
We've said a lot of shit in the podcast. I don't know. I know. It's like a running list. We got to take care of some of that list. Okay. I won't mention this okay. about TikTok. We'll, figure, we'll, we'll figure talk it about out. that more later on. Okay. But anyway, so thank you very much for listening. Joey, have an awesome week, dude. Likewise, brother. Let me know what you get uh, going on with the whole Nashville thing. <sighs> it's a lot happening. But yeah, I'll keep everyone updated. All right, good. And then um, we are looking for Maddie Beneers, man, to come in. Yes. Our uh, our line on the number of points that he scores in his 10, his 10 games with the... Five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. I'm, taking the, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the over. Okay, go so have an awesome week let's go kraken thank you for listening to what lies beneath a seattle kraken podcast that's made for uh kraken fans new nhl fans and fans who want to have some fun and speaking of fun we like to leave the episode and the episode with a chirp of the week what is a chirp in hockey a chirp is when you talk trash to another player on like the ice calling a team a bottom feeder that'd be a chirp yeah that would be that would be thank you biz nasty you <laughs> son of a bitch weak ass chirp yeah it's it a is chirp. step your game up biz come on let's go but anyway here is your what lies beneath chirp of the week i think that nathan mckinnon should be in solitary confinement after what i saw and then on top of that after getting beat two games in a row by the desert dogs to split the season series keep the fucking change colorado's a bunch of frauds i'll start there 